it's kind of like a sitcom story, right? You're like, yeah, I'm actually living at a veterinarian office, which is really weird and also kind of hilarious for your dating life. You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown up is really hard, especially when it comes to money, but it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, financial grown up friends. Hope that little teaser at the top got you curious. This story is one of a kind, and it makes you think what would you do to get yourself on solid financial footing if you had debt coming out of school? How far would you go? And for how long? And would you care what people thought? Welcome to everyone, and thank you for spending time with us. We keep it short here, around 15 minutes, flex time for podcasts. If you find value, the only payment that we ask is that you share it with friends, the ones you care about, the ones you want to live a richer life. Now to our guest, Lindsay Holden. She is the CEO and founder of Long Game, which is a personal app that uses games and rewards to incentivize financial habits. All of us could use a little extra motivation. And Lindsay was certainly motivated to get her financial life in order. Great story, my friends. Here is Lindsay Holden. Hey, Lindsay Holden, you're a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Congratulations on the long game. You're certainly in it for the long haul. This is not even your first company. Yeah, we build a financial app. So we're an FDIC insured savings account that has games on top, and you can win up to a million dollars on our app for saving your own money. That's awesome. Let's talk about your money story, because that has to do with building a base to now have the kind of success that you're seeing. You kind of took a step back at one point to make sure you had that firm foundation, and it had to do with sharing a bathroom with 40 people for about five years. Am I getting that right? <laughs> you, uh, Yes, you are. Um, let me tell you a little more about that. After leaving college, I had a graduate degree. I had also major student loans, like a lot of people today. And um, I had a job offer in San Francisco, which was a very expensive place to live. And my finances were tight. My father owns a veterinary hospital in San Francisco. And so I decided to move into a veterinary hospital in a room in the back where I did share a bathroom with 40 people. Explain more. How exactly did that work? Were there 40 people living there? No, no. So it was a place of work. Essentially, my bathroom was also shared by the people that worked there. And there was like specific hours, obviously, where it was much more comfortable to take a shower or whatever it was. But it was a kind of a silly thing. But it was a really long period of my life. I lived there for, I'm embarrassed to say, five years to pay off my student loans and get a good start on my career. But there's a lot of silly little things when you're there, right? Because you end up being kind of a part of a community in the place that you live. So like what? Uh, (laughs) So I lived in a room in the back of the hospital and we had a mouse infestation. Mice, they moved into my room. I was like, well, we have so many cats here. So I went downstairs and basically said, hey, can I borrow a cat for a minute? And they're obviously like, no, you cannot. cannot (laughs) I thought they were going to say yes. I know, me too. There's like a boarding cat that wants to like do some work here. But you actually accomplished quite a bit because you did pay off your student loans. 
Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of expectations around starting your career and having this life that you've always imagined. And I think it's really important to be practical and not to be afraid to have creative solutions and just develop the foundation that you need to build a life that you want. What are the specific things you did besides not paying rent to pay off those loans and form that foundation so you could go and be an entrepreneur? Paying off loans is absolutely huge. Most people today that are graduating have student loans, about $38,000 on average. And so to build a lifestyle that you're living well within your means when you get that first job is, is just really important. What are the specific things that you did besides you? So you lived rent free. Were you cutting back on the, were you changing the kinds of foods that you ate? Did you go out less with your friends? What other things helped you achieve that goal? I'm kind of a minimalist when it comes to things. So I, I wasn't spending too much on on extra things and trying to you know really optimize my life in that way. And I think that's kind of just an, a mindset and an attitude that you can get in that's really helpful. So what is the takeaway lesson for our listeners? The takeaway is that maybe it's not cool to move in with your parents or whatever, but don't let shame be the driver in this. I think it's ridiculous. The way to really live a cool life is to be an individual and be responsible for the financial life that you want to live. Did you ever get criticized or did you feel like people judged you? Not criticized, but it's kind of like a sitcom story, right? You're like, yeah, I'm actually living at a veterinarian office, which is really weird and also kind of hilarious for your dating life, as you can imagine. But I just owned it because it was something that you know, I really care about building the foundation that you need to have the career that you want. And the people that love you really start to think that's cool too. I've had flowers delivered to the front desk there before. So every all the people that work there just knew my social life. All right, let's talk about your everyday money tip. You have one of the most creative ways I've ever heard of to really leverage reward codes. This one's fun. You know, there's a lot of referral programs out there. When you're playing on the internet a lot, you find creative ways to use these. And one of the things that I did when I was living at veterinary hospital was to run Google AdWords against my Uber code. This can be done with any other referral program, but essentially the link that you're using is, is your referral link. And then you're able to get the money from the referral, which ended up being credits for Uber. And it was just a fantastic way to, to get some free rides around the city. All right, let's talk about the long game. So as I mentioned earlier, this is not your very first venture. You're an experienced entrepreneur. Tell us more about the long game. Like I said, long game is a gamified financial app. So we are trying to make banking into a wonderful, joyous experience. Um, and we do that through use of games. And a lot of those games are games of chance where you can win up to a million dollars. But you can also win cryptocurrency in our app. And we're always talking to our users and finding out what rewards they want to see in our app. Um, and then using those to help people build the financial foundation that they need. So specifically, how does it work? So you download an app. We're long game, obviously on Google, uh, Google Play and the App Store. You get an FDIC insured savings account. And then as you save in that savings account, we reward you with games. And you can choose which game you like to play. Some of our games are instant wins. Some of them are a weekly drawing. But they're all games of chance where you can win cash. And the more you save, the more games you can play. How did you come up with this? Yeah, so it came from an idea that's called prize-linked savings. It's usually run by financial institutions or governments, actually, for bonds. But it's offline. You basically deposit an account, and then there's a monthly raffle, generally. Um, and so we've taken that idea and bring it, brought it into an app form and made it much more engaging and accessible. And tell us more about 
the future? I know you're always coming up with new games. What can we expect to see next? Not only are we coming up with new games, new rewards all the time, we uh, new characters in our app, um, we're also um, adding financial products. So Long Game hopes to be the financial hub that can help you with all your financial needs in a rewarded way. So you can imagine us later, you know, having banking, letting you pay down your loans and that sort of thing, and then giving you rewards for completing those actions. What's the biggest prize anyone has won? It's $1,000. $1,000 is the most you've given away. A lot of people have won $1,000, actually. We've given away over $100,000 to date. Awesome. All right. Tell us where people can find out more about you and about The Long Game. Uh, You can find out more about us on longgame.co. And um, you can download Long Game in the Google Play Store and the App Store. And to follow you on all your socials? On Twitter, I'm at Lindsor1. And um, you can find me, Lindsay Holden, um, on the rest of them. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lindsay. This was amazing. Thank you so much. Wow. That was kind of a genius money tip there. Super original for sure. DM me if you try it and let me know how it goes. Financial grown-up tip number one. Apps that use gamification to motivate you to adopt better financial habits are always a good thing. In addition to, of course, checking out the long game. Some other popular ones are BeMinder. It forces users to make a commitment to a financial goal and to hit milestones. Now, if you don't hit them, you have to make a payment to BeMinder. Obviously, you can fake out the system, but if you go with it, it might be just painful enough to make a difference. Another one that's a little different is Fortune City. Along with bookkeeping and so on to track expenses, the app has a simulation game to build and grow your own city, so it keeps it interesting. Other more traditional apps that make paying more attention to your money more fun and help you achieve savings goals, for example, include Acorns, Stash, You Need a Budget, Thrive, and Capital. That is capital with a Q. I'm going to leave more info in the show notes, which can be found at bobbyrebell.com forward slash podcast forward slash Lindsay Holden. Financial grown-up tip number two. Lindsay talked about sharing her Uber code through Google AdWords. We all get codes all the time. Make sure if you love a product that you use and you recommend it to a friend, you tell them, give them your code, ask them to use your code if they try the product. And it's fine to say, I'll get a bonus because almost every case, they get something too. And even if they don't, friends want to see you rewarded. So don't be shy about it. And every time you sign up for something new, don't forget to use a friend's code that they can share with you. So if you know a friend uses a service or goes to a certain exercise place or buys a certain product, Ask them, do you have a reward code that you can give me because I might sign up for that as well. Just think for a moment who you know that uses that product or service, pay forward. And with that, I want to thank all of you for sharing your time. DM me, let me know your favorite gamification apps. On Twitter, I am at Bobby Rebel. On Instagram, at Bobby Rebel one More about the podcast at bobbyrebell.com forward slash financial grownup podcast. And did I mention my book, How to Be a Financial Grownup is now out in paperback. I'd love it if you pick up a copy and maybe one for a friend. Thanks to The Long Game's Lindsay Holden for helping us all get one step closer to being financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.